My name is Jesse. Okay, thank And Butter. And this is a new episode of the podcast. Brand speaking new, straight out of the fucking straight podcast room. Uh, this is an odd podcast because we're talking about a new release, but a older release. As well at the same time. It's pretty wild. Older being four months earlier. Wait, did it come mm. out? What did it actually come out? April? Uh, it came out 2022. No, it came out this That's... year for sure. Yeah. Did it come out like April? Or... I think it came out, it I think came so. out this spring, I think. Yeah, something like that. Semi recently. Not sure. Well, oh, yeah, we're going to talk about the new. The March. Eight, came the... out in March. March. Oh, okay, wow. Okay. Um, we're talking about the new A24. I can't believe I'm saying this. Horror franchise, <laughs> um, which is amazing. Um, yeah. Ty West um, directed two horror films that came out um, this year, like we said, 2022 X, and its prequel film Pearl. Um, and Pearl just came out, if you're listening to this probably a week or, or two ago, came out this weekend for us as we're recording this. But who knows um, when it'll come out for you? Yeah, I'll probably not. <laughs> <next week. laughs> um, well, before we get into that, uh, the last two podcasts that we posted are two of my favorite ones we posted so far. The 2001 A Space Odyssey uh, classic review, retro, another classic review that we did that we're trying to do, like trying to go through classic films that we both love, or hopefully we get the ones that we both haven't seen. And then, like, yeah. That would be cool. That would be a cool discussion because we both have, you know, new experience for both of us. Yeah, um, having these epiphanies. Or we'll tell them, we'll tell everybody why it sucks and why they're stupid for liking yeah. it so much. Who's that would girl be sweet. Friday is ass. You it's know? totally, totally gay. This Who likes Lawrence, this movie? This Lawrence of Arabia movie? Boring. Black. Yeah. Yuck. <laughs> uh, and then we did uh, RRR, which is uh, just an amazing that was really fun. movie. We still haven't watched it. And you're quote unquote cinema fan. <laughs> Get on that shit, man. More and more people are talking about RRR. It's like I'm That's seeing great. it a lot more in like publications because they're talking about it for Oscar contention. Wow, in America? Hilarious. That's yeah. awesome. Which is actually a big deal because not a lot. I think it would be. I don't think it would be the first, but it would be one. Not a lot of Indian films have been nominated for the best foreign language. Yeah. Oscar, which would just be cool, you know? It'd be awesome if it was nominated. Uh, yeah, so those two podcasts are great. Go check those out. But um, and then we got another one planned. There's a lot of... We're getting... There's going to be a lot more new releases the coming out. The gears are turning at the Thinking Butter turning. Production. They are there's a turning. a lot more... A lot of exciting new films, especially to come out in October. Mm-hmm. Um that I'm very excited about. You know, the end of the year is just my favorite fucking shit when it comes to cinema because it's just, 
get everything. You know, you get the blockbusters, you know, with the avatars and the, you know, and the Wakanda forever. Hopefully that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully. But, uh, and then you get the really cool Oscar contending movies, you know, art films, you know, foreign films that uh, are positioned for Oscar contention, which, you know, it's fun. It's it's exciting. So you get the the ones that the actual really interesting films that people are talking about on a on a big scale. This is always exciting. Um, so yeah, I'm excited about uh, this year is shaping up to be a fucking cool year. Um, yeah, a lot good. of phenomenal films. Um, good but things come in out the future. Year, but I, we're about to get a, another big big crop of I think really great movies. Um, which is just awesome. But, yeah, today we're going to talk about these two horror films that are directed by Ty West that I saw X when it came out originally in, in April, in March, you said, yeah, March? Yes, according to yeah. Wikipedia. And I saw, I saw it then, and I think I mentioned it a couple times probably earlier, like when I saw it, that I yeah, liked it a lot, you know, yeah. I thought it was really great. And... If you saw X in theaters, which I know you didn't. I didn't. I wish I did now. I really wish did, I did. At the end of that film, it has a post credit scene for a trailer for Pearl. That's so cool. And I remember, and I was like, what? I didn't know that. And I remember, like, what the fuck? And I watching this, like, wait a minute. And then I went in the car and then saw that they had shot um, two movies. So they shot this secret movie. Um, while they were in New Zealand shooting Pearl. So what they did was they had they shot this in New Zealand, by the way, which is wild. This is this, both these films were set in Texas. And you wanted me to know, you know. Yeah. But so um, X was but, shot in New Zealand? Yeah, That's really both cool. Of them, both of them were. And uh so when you go to you know, when you go to a different country and this is, you know, early twenty twenty one they had to quarantine for two weeks before they shot anything. Because, right, pandemic. And in that time, Mia Goth and Ty West were talking about the backstory of a character in X that we'll talk about, um, the villain of X, Pearl, her backstory. And they were like, and they started to write a script. And they came out with the script, Pearl, or uh, kind of like an outline and kind of like a basis of like what the, they are like, oh, let's, Let's see if A24 would, because they're there in New Zealand, and they have this whole crew, and they have, they're like, well, if we're all here, how cool would it I, be if we just shoot another movie? Because we're not going to have this opportunity, you know, to, and they're in New Zealand, which had, like, no COVID cases at all, you know? Yeah, they yeah. They dealt with the fucking wow. you know, pandemic amazingly, and, and A24 greenlit the movie without them even shooting a frame of X, which is, like, really fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. so cool that they had the... They trusted Ty West to, to make X, but this other movie, before they even shot a frame of it. Both, yeah. Either of the films. This is awesome. And so, yeah, we're getting... I don't think... Can you think of anything in recent memory where... There have been two movies that are, you know, sequels for one another going to come out the same year. Like, no. I, I, I don't, I can't think of any. I, I can't think, no, not in, not, not that I can remember for sure. You yeah. know, like that, I, I thought that this was 
really phenomenally cool. Yeah, like a really super cool, cool thing. And then with the release of Pearl, they announced, they fully announced, and this is, again, I guess this is also planned. It was all, it was, it was like planned as a trilogy, um, always. But they, but, you know, understandably, A24 wasn't going to green light two sequels to a movie that they hadn't even shot yet, let alone they greenlit one, but they weren't going to greenlit the third one. But with the release of Pearl and it did pretty, pretty well, they announced Maxine, which is the going to be the, the third, third film. Third installment. This, and that's probably going to come out uh, probably next year. Which um, is just that's just, just crazy cool. I think yeah. that this whole thing, this whole like idea is really inspiring and innovative, especially because of like these movies are really simple and they're yes. just they're not like crazy technical films. Yeah. They're just like really well made horror films. Yeah. So they're made like on a budget. And it's really cool to see that's like, okay, we have incredible camera technology that makes right. shooting shit like this way easier than it ever was. Exactly. So let's just keep it simple. Let's just focus on like really simple good shots great yeah. acting a cool script a good idea great performances and let's just bust out a trilogy yeah, of it's short cool that films A24 is like it's just funny that they're like let's make a franchise out of this you know yeah. it's, just, it's, it's fun and, and, and yeah like that's like what i love so much about this is like i can't really remember the last time that a new horror franchise has kind of like come out and, like, really excited me. Like, A Quiet Place is, like, kind of like a horror franchise. Um, horror adjacent, I guess. I don't know if it's straight up horror, but, um... Yeah, close enough. But this is just cool, because it's, like you said, like, both of well, Pearl's a little different, but X... We'll talk about X first, because X was the, was the first one to come out. Pearl's a prequel to X, but X came out first, so we'll talk about that, but... And... But like you said, like this movie, and I, and I said this when it came out that it's a, it's a slasher movie, and mm -hmm. you don't see a lot of slash. There are a lot of slasher movies, a lot of them <laughs> that come out, but most of them, I, I wish I looked this up before, but I can't remember the last slasher movie that a new one that has come out that I thought was awesome that I loved that I was like that was the shit because I love slasher movies. Yeah. Like, OG slasher movies are great. Like, Black yeah. Christmas, Halloween, Aaron Elstreet. Aaron Elstreet being, like, one of my favorite horror films of all time, you know. Like, the genre, you know, is so ingrained in horror, and obviously, it's an interesting discussion that we had with slasher films and the problematic nature and, and some of those, especially the early ones, the Friday films, for example, mm -hmm. and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Um, but I, I have a lot of fun with even the Chucky films, like, I love Child's Play, you know, yeah. like, those are fun as shit. And so, it was really refreshing to see this slasher movie that was genuinely really good. And, um, not, not, not even, like, this is a true blue slasher movie, too. It's not, like, an elevated, you know, this is a boogie slasher movie, you know? Yeah. People having yeah. sex, fucking, but... It's Ty West like approached this, and we'll talk about it. It's ingrained in the movie too, like porn and the and the you know interesting reverence for like seventies porn and, and things like that that are in the film that 
kind of cutting on the slasher genre, like, as a whole, like, in an interesting way. But, like, he's a visionary, like, he had a vision for this movie, and he knew what it was going to be and, like, what it was, and, like, it's more than just, you know, killer killing people. It's a really unique <laughs> killer and a really unique uh, villain, and it's just really, really well made. It's, yeah, and, and I haven't really seen a slasher movie this well made in a in a long time. Yeah, know? I was I was really uh really excited by the just the quality of it in in those regards, yeah. and I was really excited by kind of what you were you're talking about with his vision about it not just being a rehash of the formula of right. slasher films, really be using the formula and being inspired by it and taking and doing a a fresh take on this right. formula that was mostly popular during this very distinct period of time and has kind of yeah. not found its footing again outside right. of that time period. But this really feels like it really feels genuinely like those old slasher movies, but it also yes. genuinely feels like it belongs in 2022. And even, you know, it evokes, you know, obviously the biggest one is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You know, that's yeah. the one that, you know, you're, you're going to think about the most watching this. But it does, it, it does, there's obviously, like, homages and obvious, like, things that um, are, are you know, referencing that film, but it doesn't feel, um, you know, like, uh, parody, or it doesn't feel like, it yeah. feels homage, and it feels like, it is something new, you know, this, this has a really unique take and look of, of, a, of a slasher movie, but also being really fun. You know, and it has something to say. You know, this this movie is, has really interesting things, and we'll connect it to Pearl also that are are just cool and unique, and haven't really seen really explore in a horror film. Um, but yeah, so do you want to explain what this film is about? Yeah, X? so let's get into it. Uh, so X is structured around this group of uh, of funny people who uh -huh. are trying to make a porno film. Yeah. And uh, it's an uh, owner um, who, owner of a strip joint, mm -hmm. who walks to, um, and it's set in Houston, Texas. And yeah. In 1979. And yeah, he walks to, he's got a couple of these stripper, his workers. And, yeah. Um, a, um, so let's we'll break out the characters. I think that's we got the we got part. we got R J the RJ, Matthew McConaughey ass yeah. ass kind of guy who's I love, love R J. He's so phenomenal. R J is the who's the grad who's a who's a film student who is was hired to make oh, this oh, wait, film. Oh wait 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 R J is the film guy. I, yeah. I was thinking of the 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 the, the, the guy. McConaughey guy is um, what's his name? Oh fuck, it's like what if I glad. It's not Glenn. Get Glenn. Oh. oh, wait, is it Wayne? Is it Wayne? Yeah, Wayne. Yeah. His name's Wayne. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wayne's, the, Wayne's the boss, man. RJ's yes. the film student who's really funny, too. Yeah, he's, he's hilarious. the one that's the movie. We have Mia uh, Goth, who is... Um, Maxine. Maxine, as well as another character in X. Um, <laughs> And then you have Jenna Ortega, who is, her, her name, they call her Church Laughs in the movie. Um, she was really good, too. But, um, yeah, we saw her. She's been in a lot of things lately. 
um, this year she's in the screen movie. Um, oh, yeah, but, that's uh, right. And then, you know, Kid Cudi, Scott Kid Cudi, Cudi. his full name, as um, Jackson, who's the fucking guy who's gonna fuck on camera. <laughs> and, um, and Brittany Snow, who's fucking incredible, who plays, uh, I think her name's super funny. It's like uh, Mary uh, Lynn. Bobby Lynn. Bobby, Bobby Lynn. Lynn, yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's the crew. And they yeah. are, um, here, I'm trying to pull up. There it goes. There they're going on. A, they're going on a road trip to this old Texas, yeah, nineteen seventy nine Airbnb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They rented a, a ranch to go shoot this porn, you know. Um, and so there's a couple things that I love about the setup. First of all, uh, that I think is that was great. So. Well, the first real thing that we see is the aftermath, you know, some of, some of these horror yes. movies. You know, yeah. It's kind of a common thing. I kind of liked it here because... I loved it, too. I, I thought it was really effective. There's actually cool callbacks, and there's cool with the axe and things like that that you see in that first, you know, that first shot, that first scene, that, that come back later, which is, which is cool. And it's kind of also... A, they I, they did this a lot in the script, too, where lines will come back throughout the yeah, movie. Yes, and yeah, a, yeah. And, a, and a really... I thought clever way. Yeah. So so that that setup was appropriate to the yeah. way the film was constructed. I felt right. And uh, you see that you see this aftermath of basically just like bodies, blood, just fucking. They're like, what the fuck? Like these two cops are like, what the fuck happened here? Like what yeah. the hell? <laughs> and then we cut to all our characters, and um, we meet Maxine, who is. <laughs> Who wants to be a fucking star? She's got it. She thinks she's got the X Factor. She wants the to be X-Factor. famous. She, she believes that she is a star. She wants to be a porn actress. And um, Wayne is her boyfriend, also her her boss, <laughs> who works at the strip joint. And he's encouraging her. He thinks she has this, the X Factor. And she's like, we're going to make this movie, and you're going to be a star. And what I thought was cool is that... Um, we're gonna do a lot of boogie nights because Wayne mm-hmm. has this you know, the reason that they're making this porn movie is that it's transitioning the video, which is a big plot in uh, boogie nights, and that they're like porn can explode, you know. Wayne sees this thing as like porn is going to you know, it's gonna be and it, it, spoiler for the for history, it was. It was a big deal. <laughs> if you're living in 1979 was, yeah. right now, yeah. hold on to your bootstraps, buddy. It was a buddy. big deal. You're about to um, see titties. Yeah, it was a big deal. And so, <laughs> um, and so that's what he's doing. But what I love, there's a line that I love from that Wayne song where they're at the, the gas station of Bobby Lynn's kind of like, just kind of goofing off and they're filming a scene there, which is also great, where He's King Cuddy's like putting the, the gas in the in the <laughs> yeah. car and he's shooting it and then Bobby looks like, you know, if you shoot it, you know a from a, from a, it looks like his cock. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I love RJ is such a funny character, it reminds me of a lot of people, you know, film school and, and like, you know, 
people that went, us that went to film school relate to that guy super hard. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. I want to, you know, I'm going to experiment with, you know, some editing a lot with the friends people are doing, you know. The reason it's good is because it's made like real cinema. Yeah, real cinema. <laughs> he want, well, RJ wants to make a real film. Which yeah. is also, again, like, connected to the movie nights, where, you know, uh, Burt, Burt Reynolds' character, his whole goal in that movie is like, I want them to sit in that in that joy juice and watch the fucking movie, you know? Um, <laughs> so, it <laughs> kind of connects to that. But, yeah. Lane has a great line where that makes you actually, like, care about these characters a lot. That was something that, like, was really, honestly, I can't believe I have to say this, but unique for a slasher movie. The idea that I actually cared about these people and, like, I wanted to watch these people rather than you know, disposable bodies, which a lot of, you know, slasher films are. They're just characters. Especially new slasher films. Because, like, like, old slasher films. films. You know, the Friday films are just, like, I mean, like, cardboard fucking cut-out characters. Yeah, Yeah, that's a cool distinction about this movie because, like, the depth of the characters is really just, like, what it gives. I mean, it gives the movie an extreme amount of depth because you care so much about that. RJ were like, yeah, you believe that. You're like, yeah, yeah, okay, let's try to make a real movie, you know? Yeah, because all of them have, like, these different, they're all very different personalities. They all have their different conflicts. They all, all their conflicts relate to each other differently. They're all warm people, you know? They all feel good-hearted people. They all feel like you know, nice people. But there's a yeah. lot of moments in this movie that, like, so, like, they're nice people. So it's kind of like, oh, man, like, you don't want to see a guy, you know, kid yeah. helping Howard and, and RJ, you know, trying to tend the Pearl. Doesn't end well for both those guys, but, you know, it's, they're, they're nice guys. It's rather than, like, going to, like, a fucking, like, dif- like it's different than, I'm just going to walk into the forest. With no, you know, just because I'm stupid. It's like, no, yeah. it's like there's actual. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but something that Wayne says is that he's like, do you want to wear a hard hat, you know, the rest of your life? You know, this is our way out. You know? Yeah. And, you, and the way that that actor portrayed that, you actually feel it. You're like, oh, I believe that. I believe that they walk. They're not just doing this for shits and giggles. They believe that they're going to. This is going to make a lot of money. And it's going to also, get also out, like you know? the desperation behind right. their motivation too right. is really apparent in the yeah. in the setup that it's like they 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 really need it to work yeah. or they don't see how else that they're going to be okay. Essentially, exactly. right? And yeah, they get to the fucking they get to the cabin. And uh, <laughs> they they meet Pearl and uh, or they meet Howard. They, yeah, they meet Howard first. First, creepy you know, old man. <laughs> it, this is you know they go there. weird guy, weird dude, and you're kind of off. off. He's and a bit way, off. Yeah, and the way that the you know the, you know it just sets up like there's something weird going on in this house, you know, and we'll get to it, but. It's not what you expect. I would love to know, like, what you... Because I, I saw this movie twice. But what you were anticipating. Yeah. Well, actually, that's a, but I, that's a... This is a great time to mention this. Because I thought that I had my experience of X hampered because I knew about Pearl. And I oh, didn't understand sure, what was yeah. going on. Right. So I thought that Maxine 
was going to be the murderer in it for the uh-huh, beginning. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. was like, so I was like, well, I already know, but you know, it's no big deal because like, yeah. we'll just see how it works out. I'm into yeah. it still. And then I was I like, know, oh, I was but she's not, she's not called Pearl. Maybe it's her stage name. We'll see how right, it's introduced. Right, right, right. So, uh, so I, I a hundred years or 80, 60 years before, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so I was, I was, because I didn't even know anything about Pearl. I just knew it was yeah. Mia Goth, like the actress. Oh, okay, gotcha, so I was gotcha, like, gotcha. okay, so she's yeah. the murderer. But, right. um, so I was pleasantly surprised because my expectations yeah. were wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, I think that, to me, and we'll get to it, but the Mia Goth playing Maxine and Pearl, I think if there's any stroke of genius in this movie, it's that. Yeah. That, that really is. Uh, pretty fucking awesome, and it doesn't it, it doesn't just stop at like oh it's cool and it's the same actress. No, there's a reason, and it's and it's just it really thematically creepy, eerie, and like really cool. It doesn't feel like a gimmick. I don't know when I saw this, I don't know it was me about. Yeah, but when like I first was... saw it, who's playing Pearl? I did not know that. I didn't fucking know either, and I still didn't really believe it after I looked it yeah. up. It looks, she looks, uh, yeah. as people love to say in these Oscar movies, she's yeah. unrecognizable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but knowing that, though, doesn't that give it a different kind of dynamic to it a little bit? Yeah. Uh, yeah especially it does. with the themes and what this movie's dealing with thematically when it comes to both those characters. Yeah. And then Pearl, obviously. Um, ties together with all both the films but yeah they get there and just off the bat you're like this is a weird house this yeah be here. This is and, this. and another thing i liked about the weird vibes of the house is actually how similar the weird vibes felt to the Texas chainsaw house weird exactly vibes. it looks very similar i think purposely it, it looks similar i and think so even, too even in the van there's that shot where yeah, like, totally. It's the same yeah, kind of yeah. setup type of thing, right. which I I liked this a lot because it, yeah, because it was it was like this visual, really like like um really substantial reference to that yes, film. It yeah, wasn't just right. like obvious like please like my film because you like Texas right. Chainsaw Massacre. It was right. way deeper than yeah. that. And like yeah, it's it's very you know the skull has such a long for seventy cinema, you know, mm-hmm. and like yeah, you have to you gotta have that, you know. Like if you if you're gonna get a movie about a group of teenagers that go to a, a like cabin and shit hat or a fucking abandoned farmhouse and you don't reference Texas Chainsaw, you fail. You, yeah. know, you gotta have like, some <laughs> reference, you know. Um, and yeah, and yeah, and so they go to the, the the cabin, which is like their guest house, and they start fucking. Straight and off the bat. I thought that this, like, I thought the porn scenes were so funny and so. Yeah, they were great. Fun and ridiculous. And, like, you know, it could have gone, like, I thought they just handled that really well. I thought Kyle West just, like, handled those scenes really well. And they're funny and silly. And, like, I love the moment when RJ is filming them, uh, What's Kid Cuddy's name? I don't want to call him Kid Jackson. Cuddy. Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> Jackson. And he's he's going, and RJ's like, all right, flip over. And then like, he's like directing, and yeah. he's like, and then he goes, listen, man, leave the screwing to me. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and then there's that great moment when like the camera goes on 
Daddy-Lug's face and she's laughing. And then she realizes the camera's on her and then she starts moaning again. It's yeah. just great, you know? It's just really silly, fun stuff. Um, and also, right after that porn scene is one of my favorite comedic moments in the whole scene where mm-hmm. Wayne is with RJ and and they're talking about how great that was. Yeah. <laughs> and Wayne's like, feel my t- how hard my dick is. Oh, <laughs> yeah. actually really makes funny. RJ like touch his dick, which yeah, is that's super funny. hilarious. Which yeah, also yeah, yeah. is like they had like the that great shot where it they, they have the close-up while he presents the line, but then they cut to a wide yeah, shot when yeah. he touches the dick. Yeah. Which, you know, I feel silly having to explain why that's funny, but you yeah. don't see shit like that in movies no, anymore. This is just well-made horror film. But that's like, horror. that's really good visual visual <laughs> yeah. construction in that, which made it yeah. like, which, like, little moments like that really added to, like, yeah. my engagement as it went through exactly. because he really cared yeah. about directing well, you it. Like, yeah, you feel like you're in the hands of someone who is taking you on a ride and goes, and goes where he's taking you rather than, yeah. like, you know, that's what's cool about. I mean, there's a lot of really visually amazing scenes in this movie that will get Yeah, there are. Um, but, um, and then, like, and then that scene, as they're shooting the scene, she goes on a walk. Mm-hmm. And this is another, like, this movie does a lot of great foreshadowing and a lot of great, um, kind of just callbacks, like, like the acts in the beginning. Also, her walking up to the dock and seeing the, the alligator and swimming, or, you know, she's skinning up to the alligator. You know, so we know that there's an alligator in the, in the, that, the pond. Yeah, that, that, moment, later. that moment was really like the moment where Love like I was moment, yeah. I was really hooked by yeah. that moment yeah. because that that visual the the really yeah. high camera looking down on yeah. that uh, and the, and was the, the alligator was slowly slowly approaching really her. great yeah. really great not noticing at all you know total total jaws tension you know right. same type of thing yeah um but it was it that was really really cool. And then when do we meet Pearl? When it's right her... after that okay, because okay. Maxine goes into the house yeah, and talks drink to lemonade. Per- has lemonade and yeah. talks to Pearl. Yeah, that's so scene weird. Is so weird. So weird. And also, I love this scene because it's also intercut with the porn film that they're shooting, which is yeah, that and... was actually genius. Yeah, I thought that really was cool. genius. Yeah, and I love how they're cutting that because you know this movie has this interesting, and we'll get to it, it's, this is what it's first kind of mentioned, is with Pearl and Maxine, when Pearl, you know, is, um, <laughs> so something there, like, you know, I was, you know, I was like you at once, you know, young and beautiful. Yeah. And there's something really interesting about cutting to the porn, while that scene is kind of happening, it's just like a, you know, I can't really explain it. It's just this really cool contrast of, of um, feelings that you're coming out of, out of this because, you know, the fear of this movie, like the, the scary thing, is getting old. Yeah. You know? And so there's this interesting uh, contrast of, like, um, obviously a theme of, you're gonna fuck me at all, but you're not gonna be desirable, you know? And so basically, that's what leads Pearl into doing. Because she's super horny. <laughs> that's literally what it is. She's so horned up that she just can't take it anymore. Yeah. You know? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, you know, it, that's kind of like a major, to me, unique thing about this movie. Because, yeah. I'm like, that, just the idea of that villain's Pearl as a character, and we'll get into that in the prequel film, which is really unique and cool and, and taps into a, a horror and, like, something really disturbing that, like, I haven't really seen a horror film really explore in, 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 in this type of way. Like a yeah, yeah, because way. it's so... I, I thought it was so cool because you keep to the same type of idea, which is the combination of murder and sex, you know, yeah, which is right. which awesome. is what slasher films are. <laughs> yes, you yes, know, yeah. it's all about murder and sex. Right. But you have this, you have this new, this really cool perspective where, for one, the female murderer is significant, and also yeah. the female murderer having sexual impulses is also significant and really different. Mm -hmm. And then also having the characters have this really complex relationship to sex where they're yeah. like they are literally like pornographic people presenting their bodies right. for people to see and enjoy like you know all other slasher films right. but then they have like this really in-depth philosophical conversation right. about like like it doesn't Love like scene. Which Love is like, yeah. which it shows that these people are actually like intelligent and thinking well, about this and really, relatable that's the updated part right that's yeah the, that's the thing about it that is really really smart and what you're talking about is like actually suit this vaccine seeker scene, which is an insane sequence. <laughs> and she gets creeped out by Pearl. Pearl tries to come on here. And she's like, I'm going to See you later, Pearl. Uh, I'll catch you later. And, he, and, and she is shooting her scene in Pearl. <laughs> and this, the way that this was shot was just amazing. She's like shooting her scene and... You know, Maxine is looking out the window and Pearl is peering through the window and watching her. And you obviously, there's, they set this up like earlier with right when Maxine like arrives at the ranch, Pearl is looking at her through the window. You know, there's this amazing imagery of them looking at each other through windows, which, you mm -hmm. know, yeah, they are mirrors of each other, you know? And, you know, a boxer that is that Pearl tells Maxine is like, you're going to be just like me when you're older, you know? And which is just really crazy because thinking about the prequel film, Pearl, and then them being played by the same actress, it's just a really brilliant idea to, to do this because Maxine is this character that's like, I want to be star, you know, I want to be, you know, which we learned that was Pearl's you know, she had similar aspirations to be, I want to be a dancer in the pictures, you know, I want to yeah. be a fucking... Yeah, yeah, And her, and them being years of each other was just such a cool, and there's this amazing imagery that, you know, um, highlights that, that they are and, and, and it's each also, other. And it's also cool because it's not too like blunt and literal it's also yeah. keeps it quite ambiguous yeah. in a in a in a exciting kind of way yeah. and mysteriously kind of ex ex but mysteriously not, like, you know, stimulating but not in a way where like it's still a fun movie you know you can still mm -hmm. watch it it's like oh, oh look at this kooky old lady character you know but i find pearl in x very sad and there's mm -hmm. moments that we'll talk about that i that i love that are that you really do feel for her character in in this movie. And like you actually like 
how sick is he for her, but, you know, she's a psycho, but it's this, you know, right. I figured out when she kills RJ, right after she, you know, she dances, and, you know, in the headlights, and just in this red, and again, so much more context with the Pearl film, there's so that's what's so cool about having a prequel to this character, because when I first saw that, I was like, I just saw it as, like, a creepy scene. But yeah. having the context of the prequel film, it hits way harder, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's like, oh, my God, she's still, she's still just watching the star. And it's just yeah, kind of that, back her youth, you know? Yeah, it's, it's an interesting, it's a really, it's a really effective feeling that you get when you watch Pearl because it's that feeling of, like, repulsion and, yeah. like, fear, but also sympathy, and yes, that makes yeah. it more disturbing. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Like, uh, and you, that, yeah, and you that, understand, you know? Yeah. That's the best type of villains or best type of antagonists in movies is when you can actually fully understand them. Yeah. You know? And I think that the spoiler for Pearl, but I, lo- I really like Pearl also. And I feel like that, that film kind of just birthed a new kind of horror villain, you know? She's kind mm. of, it's so unique that I can see it being, you know, iconic, you know, going in the horror genre, you know, this, yeah. this character that is just so unique and fun, and Neil Goff is just killing it in both movies, you know, that I can just see it becoming, like, a, you know, people dressing up as Pearl and going to horror conventions and stuff like that, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think, uh, I think let's, let's just dive in. I think we can start talking about the murder and just Pearl's rampage, basically, yeah. because between... What happens after, uh, like, uh, a Maxine's sex scene is that... Although, uh, I do, can I mention, before we do that, I do want to mention my favorite scene of the movie, I think. Okay. And that's before, funny enough, the, the murder's rampage. I don't think this is, will be your favorite scene, but I thought that this <laughs> was, like, like, brilliant. It's the landslide scene, when they are sitting, when Bobby, Bobby Lynn and Kid Cudi are singing landslide, and that... The Ty West does this uh, Brian De Palma split camera to... He uh, does that a lot in both Pearl and yeah. this movie to great effects. Um, and, like, I just thought that that was super effective. Mm-hmm. And, like, re-watching it because, like, that song is about, you know, getting older. And it's about, you know, looking at your life, you know, <laughs> the past and... And, uh, you know, reflecting on your past. And just the idea of having them sing this song and then all kind of, you know, um, be affected by it. She's a great singer. Britney Snow's a great singer. She's a great cover of that song. Which I fucking love that song. But it's a great cover. Really beautiful. And then kind of like, you know, sitting there, like, thinking about, you know, you know, it's that philosophical conversation where they're like, we're young, we're, not, we're gonna get old, we gotta fuck now, we're not, we're, we're, you know, we're not gonna... Yeah, and right. There, there is real truth to that, you know, and there, there's this, this brilliant moment with having that song and mirroring it to Howard and Pearl and her being not desirable anymore and Howard not wanting to, you know, fulfill her anymore. Yeah. Um, I just well, thought that, it, that was it, just really, really well done. 
Yeah, role. yeah, yeah. I, 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 I really like that too. I that was, I, I, it really affected me too, which was the cool thing about it, is that you don't expect a horror film to elicit a, a slasher film to right. elicit emotions like that. Yeah, but it really did have. I mean, it, it's so powerful that uh, uh, the uh, Kirk Lash, Jenny is like, I want to be. I want to be in the film. Yeah, I yeah. know. Like, and well, that's funny. another really interesting scene too. <laughs> But I love that RK is like, no. Yeah. You know? And there, that's another thing that I thought was really smart, is that he is like, no, you're a good girl. Mm-hmm. You're a nice girl. And it's like, what? Like, what is that? You know? And just the hypocrisy of him, you know, shooting this thing but not allowing. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's, it's uh, that's a really, that was not... Wow, well, that being a fucking slasher movie in nineteen seventy nine. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, that that's what I like about not gonna get into there's a, there's another horror movie that came out called Barbarian that is absolutely fantastic also. But not gonna spoil that movie at all. But what I will say is both these films are slasher movies adjacent that are updated thematically, but in a way that is like not like beating you over the head with it, you know, it's just updated. And it's yeah. and it's actually caring about some of these things that we should care about, you know, uh, that were, you know, problematic in the seventies. It's a different time, but it's just it's just nice to see progression, you know? Yeah. Especially in this type of genre. And the and the other thing I want to mention about that, which that this moment is what really launches us into the second act, the cli- big climax yeah, of the film. Yeah. It, uh, what's what's so effective about that is is just how good the writing is. It's yeah. simple. It's very like yes. it's very like bread and butter good writing, but like done in a not to dismiss it as being like conventional because it's I think it's much more than just yeah. plain good writing. But it's he just he he does. He does it right where he sets up the characters. They he has them react in a way that makes sense for how that character mm-hmm. would react. And then you get this really great cause and effect chain that right. really propels you and keeps the momentum going every yeah. step of the way. It doesn't just turn into a murder fest because it's like, well, that's what happens at exactly. 30 minutes into the film. Yeah, this exactly is just what happened. Right. It's right. like it really felt like it's like it the film time. propelled it's into that. Yeah. Um, yeah. and it's I, slow, I really... It's a slow burn, too. Like, you know, allowing... You actually, yeah, it's like the first hour of the movie is really the setup mm-hmm. for all these characters and setting all these things up. And so when the last 30 minutes, the part that you came for, I guess, you know, it pays off. You know, it's way more satisfying. Yeah, you, you actually... Because you actually, like you kind of mentioned earlier, uh, you care for the characters and you're you want to know what happens yeah. like you're hooked you're intrigued just like well right. what's going to happen to these people what's going to what's this lady exactly. going to do what what because the other <laughs> thing that's cool about like the about the the villains before the murder really happens yeah. is that they're so frail they don't feel threatening you know they're yeah. not like not like the Cheshire Sankov massacre guys who are like these guys are dangerous <laughs> yeah. these guys are really well, fucking those dangerous guys are just like yeah. through and through like the, the, I forget, the, the family they're just they're, really they're, scary they're, psychopaths. Yeah, yeah. psychopaths, you know. Uh, but these, that's what's so Pearl and Howard are so, they're sympathetic characters. Yeah. Like, Pearl is like, there's that moment before she starts killing everybody when she puts makeup on and she 
kicks out her, her dress. And that she's stress. Like, Howard, completely. Fuck me, Howard. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Howard's like, no, I can't. I'm going to have a heart attack. And I can't do this. Yeah. This is funny. And then we get the first murder. Which is Right awesome. after that. Yeah, which you talked about a little bit already. With but RJ, yeah. Man, <laughs> man, that's a good scene. I, I, I like that scene. When I first watched it, Quick my brain, my brain was like, my I was I hadn't decided. I feel like sometimes with new like novel types of things, yeah. your brain has like a fraction of a second of deciding is this lame or is this genius. <laughs> yeah. And like I kind of had that moment with it where I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't decide. But it's really sat with me so like, like the, well that, that scene, specific scene? yeah like i i couldn't decide when i first watched it because oh, it's not yeah, as sure. flashy it well actually it is really flashy and gory which is awesome because she fucking oh, it's, stabs it's a dude's head off with a knife it's <laughs> i think for me like pearl enhanced it like oh, after yeah. i saw pearl it made it a lot better uh, yeah like, that's yeah, and you're totally like, right. Yeah, like that was cool. It was kind of weird. Like, why did she just exactly? Yeah, exactly. I was looking too. I was like, yeah, that was that was a cool slasher kill. But like, I think that's I think that's the big thing that like really made that makes now that after seeing Pearl and I see that yeah. scene, it's like holy fuck. Right. And I also love the red lighting. <laughs> totally <Prequel>. like. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, like the the the, 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 uh, the Argento lighting of Pearl yeah, with the like, dancing, yeah, the, the, the so Suspiria. Yeah, so she, <laughs> comes on the Argento's like, hey, what a what a bang! And she's <laughs> like, uh, he's like, no, and he just, <laughs> and then she just stands a little time, <laughs> and then just yeah, that that was super Argento where. She's too sally on the throat, the blood splatters on the uh on the headlights and it has this so like red great. glow. And so that scene great. She dances to that amazing song which came out in nineteen eighteen, which I, I read that in Pearl set. That song came out then. But her dancing to that song and feeling youthful again after that kill, you're like, Oh, she's She's, she's crazy. <laughs> crazy, horned up lady. You know? Because up to that point, like, you're, you haven't seen Pearl, don't know it. You're kind of like, oh, she's she's a sad old lady that wants yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. She wants to be banged. You know, she wants to be desired. That's all she wants. That's the sad part about that character, which is really great because there's a deep sadness, you know? She wants to be. Fucking love again, but she's old, and her she's husband old. will die. If she, you know, <laughs> it's just but her, you know, again when she kills somebody and feels free, like oh, yeah. I don't know if I like you that much anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then yeah, and then she, and then she get in the bed with Mia. Uh, yeah, let's see. Uh, <laughs> so after, so RJ is killed. Let's just let yeah, good guy to kill because they all die. The only one that survives. So, so uh, what after that? Yeah, there's that great scene where Churchmouth. I don't remember her character's actual name, but it's what Wayne calls her. Yeah. Churchmouth uh, wakes up because RJ's missing because he's right. dead. Yeah. And uh, Wayne, <laughs> <Yeah>. Wayne, <laughs> and Churchmouse. Also, uh, great soundtrack. Uh, yeah, really awesome I, soundtrack. I love the soundtrack. Both I thought it was the Reaper, really cool. That playing too, and that transitioning into that like 
1918 song and transitioning out was really cool. Yeah. yeah, really effective. Really makes yeah. it makes it really makes it feel. Uh, I don't know. It just it was cool to use music, not like a lot of crazy special effects, but yeah. use music to kind of get into Pearl's crazy headspace yeah, and then yeah. come back to reality. Yeah. the Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But after that, a uh, church mouse and Wayne goes on goes looking for RJ. Right. And Wayne again, yeah. a, a, a little detail, but the choice of costuming, the porno characters, I like love with, the they're not wearing a lot of clothes, and yeah, I, I, that was that that added so much to me. It was right. so fresh, you know. I love the set. I love the costume design. I love this movie. Just looks amazing. It looks. I mean, makes you wonder, like, what the fuck, like, so slasher movies to be good. Okay, cool, you know? Like, it's like, usually, you look like, I love it, but you're watching Friday the 13th Part 7, not for the filmmaking, okay? Yeah. <laughs> you're watching it because a girl has telekinesis and she's fighting Jason with telekinesis. It's insane. But this is like genuinely fucking well fucking made, you know? Well yeah. shot, well lit. It's like, you know? And, and, and it's just being a gruesome murders, you know, by an old lady. And, and, and speaking in the filmmaking, one of the the shots that really kind of took my breath away was actually the the again a really oh, simple he's... idea, really effective. When Wayne goes into the barn and <sighs> looks through the holes, you know, yeah, and then he steps on the nail. He steps on the nail too, yeah. quiet place style. Dude, there's Ouch. so many funny things, funny lines that he says. But I love he, his character. He, yeah, he's so. I wish he was, honestly wish he like had more because he's I so fucking great. I really he, liked him. He pulled, he pulled the the and he's like, "I want to get fucking tetanus." <laughs> <laughs> he definitely, I think, had the latest kill. If we were to like compare, like the coolest, yeah, most creative, he had the latest one because he just that shot was cool of him looking through the the eye and then. Stab them with the pitchfork, which yeah. also the pitchfork yeah. is enhanced, I think, by, by, the, yeah, by Pearl. Right, right, right. Uh, sure. But I, I agree with you. Like seeing that, it's like, oh, that was kind of fast and uneventful. Yeah, right. But I think I think I'll like it more upon rewatch. But I do yeah. I do agree with you. But I I really I like that scene a lot. Also, I love that she also love actors who killed him. She gets the shovel and I, just, I that was great. Plays on it. Yeah, that was great. Gotta cover this up. Yeah, Making that a was, mess. That was Making funny a shit. mess. <laughs> well, that was the thing that I loved about those two characters that was so funny. It's like they were just doing this. And then when they, like, shot, like, when they shot uh, the Jenna Ortega, like, they were like, ah, shit. Let's bring her in the house. It'll make it look like a, you know, make it look like a trespasser. Like, they're just doing it because they just don't know. You know, they're, they're not, like, bloodthirsty. They're just, like, they're just, like, I They're kind know. of a matter of fact about it. Yeah, it's kind of, it's like, really, it's out of really, house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so, simultaneously with Wayne getting murdered, Lorraine, I just looked it up, Lorraine, Lorraine. a.k.a. Church so, Mouse, yeah. is invited oh, so in by Howard <laughs> and is trapped in the fucking cellar. Yeah, she, yeah, she tells him, hey, there's a light down there. Can you go get that? Yeah. Because she's going to go help look for... Um, Pearl, yeah. who's missing. Yeah, and then what does she find down there? She finds <laughs> she finds a dead sex slave. Yeah. <laughs> Fun stuff. One of the best screams in a horror movie in a long time. 
Yeah, yeah, screen. that was that was really excellent. A phenomenal cover. I good phenomenal yeah. cover for uh, especially for a scream movie like like screen X. Queen. Yeah. Screen yeah. Queen alert. Literally, he's in screen. I I kind of <laughs> thinks a, a note about uh this is a nitpicky note, but I liked her character so much. I almost wish that she survived to be in Max. I know he, uh, yeah, I know he, he was really great. She um. I know. I wish that there was more... I mean, she's such a great actress. And she, I mean, she's, like, um, blowing up. Blowing up. A lot of people know about her, but... She, yeah, I thought she was so great. That's the thing about these ensemble movies. It's kind of a bummer sometimes, because it's like, all the characters are so great. And it's like, oh, but... Especially the slasher movie, they're not, they're not all gonna make it, you know? Yeah, but I, I but honestly I love commend... I think being off is... Yeah, yeah, I I think I commend T- Ty West for for writing excellent characters who people really care about and killing yeah. them, you know, because right. it makes the film function better. You exactly, know? right, right, uh, right. Because you, and you also, you're, like, you're sad. It might be expected that Jenna Ortega, because she's the star of the or or the 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 biggest box office draw, you know, the one that, that most people know, you yeah. know. Like, there is part, probably some ex- expectation there, you know, where it's like, it, we probably should kill her because it would, you know, lead people yeah. back to think, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I thought, yeah, like, yeah, there's a sex lane that, you know, down there that, um, I guess Pearl just has fun with, I guess. Um, yeah, relieves her tension a little I'll bit. I'll say this again. Pearl, so horny. Just yeah. the horniest, <laughs> the horniest character. Um, and then Jackson, uh, he, he hears something, he hears the scream, and then he goes to outside to look at it, and then Howard's like, I'm looking for Pearl. And he's like, I'll come. This is what I like. That's what the cool characters because he goes, I'll help you. Know, I'll help you. You know, like, I'll yeah, like, they're good people. That's what yeah. I like about like uh, a lot of like even slash a lot of good slasher movies. are like, I hate this guy. Yeah. And then and I guess that's the, the, the thought process is like, they're going to die. So it's yeah. Like, which is cares, a, which is a but... really great, which is they also set it up really well that scene because that's a scene that a lot of horror movies get terribly wrong. Where there's the character has to be compelled to come outside <laughs> yeah, to exactly, their death, right. and or, most of the time yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, why yeah. the fuck did they do that? But right. that scene was like, what choice does he have? And also, there's he has no suspicion to like Howard, you know? Yeah, like, absolutely, he no... he's just creepy. But it's like he's not threatened by him. He's yeah, an old fucking right. man. Exactly. Uh, that, that's what was really shocking to me rewatching it because the fact that they were able to make be believable. I mean, they're frail old people like they're, they're gonna be the easiest horror <laughs> horror movie villains to take down of all time <laughs> jason know? jason v v pearl who would but win they act, but, they, <laughs> but they actually made it work i know like, yeah, they actually, really like, effectively. Like, like they actually made it seem like they were part of the writing is that a lot of the a lot of the kills were surprises you know yeah they weren't expecting any of this so they didn't even have time to even you know like fight or anything you know yeah um, which i think that was a good decision because I think so too. I wouldn't have believed like Kid Cuddy, like like you know what I mean, like got hacked down by an old like no he would have he would have kicked him in the 
in the ankle. Look at his ankle when it broke. It's just like super easy, you know? Yeah, I agree. I, so I really like that. We also see Kid Cudi's massive schlong <laughs> in that shot, in that scene, which yeah. uh, was absolutely shocking when i watched it that the, the silhouette is gargantuan it's insane you think it was real or do you think it was a prosthetic? I, either way i'm fine if it's a prosthetic to make it look giant that's like great well, filmmaking okay. i'm totally let me, into let me, it let me tell you if what, you just, ra- what race is kid cutter <laughs> big dick race is what he is exactly and then, <laughs> let's see how tall he is fine so yeah it looked like a genuine silhouette, but uh, <laughs> it's pretty big, man. Yeah, you know? that was that 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 made me laugh to to see pretty that. I, it's nice. It's good to see Dick in film. We've I th- I don't know yeah. if we mentioned this before, but you don't see a lot of Dick in film, and I think right. it should be more like uh, what's the word for that? Uh, it's like when you make it more commonplace or desensitized. I mean, we get, and... we a lot of Dick in uh, Euphoria. Yeah, a lot of Dick in Euphoria. That's cool. That's cool. But yeah, I, I, just, just a note. Kid Cudi has a big dick. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, they go into the forest. And they look, and then, you know. You know, he dies. He gets Rest shot. in peace. Yeah, Rest yeah. in peace. Shot and, in the chest. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I also like that there's a great line where Kid Cudi's like, what's a green? Always a green. And that mm-hmm. comes back is really funny, you know? Uh... There's a lot, yeah, like you said, there's a lot of great callbacks, you know, um, throughout the third And, really and I like it, I like it too, because sometimes when callbacks are done like that, uh, they're, I mean, they're Corny. oftentimes very cheesy. But yeah. what's cool about the way that they do context is how he recontextualizes the meaning of mm-hmm. the same it's, phrase. Yeah, exactly. yeah. And that's, that's what's cool every time they come back is, is yeah. how different it feels. Right. And, um, how does, uh, uh Brittany Snow, that's her favorite kill. Uh, yeah. Bobby Lynn, that's her favorite, because Pearl walks out uh, to the dock. Or no, she, yeah, she's, oh no, she gets in the bed. Yeah, she gets yeah. She gets oh, in the bed. That's a really with, unsettling <laughs> scene. Yeah, super unsettling. She wakes up, she's in my bed. And yeah, because Pearl shot, climbs, gets naked, and climbs in with Maxine and gets all cuddly. That and bloody and... That shot is hilarious Ugh. when she waddles out of her room. <laughs> so funny. And Bobby Lynn's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and she goes out to the, to the dock, and she's butt-ass naked on the dock. And Bobby is, wait, is this after the, they have sex? How are no, they? no, no, no. This okay, is before. Right, Bobby Lynn right died before. before. Okay. Yeah, and then... Bobby looks like, hey, like, again, super nice lady. Like, she's like, hey, like, because she's like, thinks that she has dementia, or, you know, she's like, hey, well, we'll take you back. Like, you know, uh, looks, she's being really nice. Yeah. And then she tries to move, and he's like, get out of the fucking way, bitch. And then <laughs> fucking Pearl knocks her in the, in the pod, and then just eat alligator, <laughs> and then Pearl's just like, Bitch. <laughs> so fucking funny. I, yeah, I love, I love that. So that, that, great. that scene was also Oops. felt very modernized and really cool. Yeah. Like a really yeah. cool exchange between these two very unique female characters. Yeah. Uh, also, 
a note to the fucking woke. A note to the to Pearl, which I was thinking about the other day. Not really significant whatsoever, but I yeah. just thought it was interesting how uh, Bobby Lynn's character mentions that she was related to a nurse, and then in Pearl, there's that one character who said she's a nurse. So I'm uh, like wondering, it's like, oh, we're supposed to make that connection. The other connection too is that uh, Howard. When he's like, where did you kill Bobby Lynn? He's like, you know, I don't like logs. Yeah. That's another really good connection to Pearl. Yeah. Um, again, when I saw it the first time, I was like, okay. Yeah. Because like, logs, logs. <laughs> All right. All right. But this movie, you're like, oh. I see. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. why you don't like. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, but then, then after after Bobby Lynn dies is uh, when we the get the old. Cinematic history of horror movies in 2022. Uh, old dude, people, hanky panky. When I saw some theaters, <laughs> dude, I was like howling. I was like, this is the best. <laughs> it was like so funny and creepy and disturbing and just awesome, you know? Yeah. But it was so like, so <laughs> Howard and Pearl finally get to it. They're like, come on. Will my baby. heart be okay? I guess Howard it was will. just like so horned up by all the learners that he's like, yeah, baby, let's just <laughs> do it. And old people sex starts to occur. You feel it was, like it, it's so, it's so, it like the the way that he visually depicted it, it feels like you can uh, smell it. It's crazy. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And the under the bed, actually. Of course. Listening, listening to these the old part honkers that I go just at started it. Started laughing, watching it was like fucking Howard. Just like I was like, oh my god. When it, when it also thinks there is this really interesting thing going on when I watched the second time though that this movie is about how almost being old is almost repulsive in a way. Or being like one of the first things Jackson says is when they meet. Uh, Howard when he wants Jackson goes, Oh, that's a one ugly song bitch. Yeah. You know, and there's this uh and that there is this, you know, kind of uh I don't know what the word is, but weird that we are dis- disgusted and creeped out by this, you know, old man sex, but it's like should we? You yeah. Know, we're gonna get old. We're gonna have yeah. to fuck when we get old. Yeah. You know? What are we gonna do? When we turn sixty five, we're like, well, I guess <laughs> I don't fuck anymore. No, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of an interesting. It's a really interesting depiction because I think to a degree, like the exaggeration of their old age is kind of like part of it too. Because yeah, sure, typically, yeah. old people don't quite look like corpses in the way that they look oh, like they, they, uh, listen, look like corpses. They they are yeah. ugly. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh you know and of course but you're you're right it's a really interesting it's a really interesting thing and i think the other horror aspect to it too is them going you know going right at it after murdering raw three dogging? people yeah, yeah well, just raw, raw dogging yeah fuck so, and then that, he, so they get up and get or almost tries to find the car here's uh what's her name Lorraine goes in there. Fucking uh, that shit was crazy. When I saw that in theater, I was like, oh my god. Lorraine's death. Yeah, Lorraine's like, I fucking hate you. You're the reason that we fucking did this. Fuck you, 
He's like, no, 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 don't run away. And she runs out just gets blown away. Like, yeah. Holy shit. And, uh, that yeah, was intense. Yeah, that whole conversation. Oh, we'll bring her in the house and it'll make it look like an intruder. <laughs> and then they come in. Howard dies. There's a heart attack. I and love. I, think I, I I love that. Like she like Lorraine yeah. when they're dragging her makes a sound and it scares Howard yeah. and he just dies, which is yeah. like the great. I I love that so much because that's also so funny. Is right after that. When Pearl's like, oh, shit, he's dying. And then Maxine <laughs> comes again. And he's like, what the fuck? And, and like, Pearl's like, he's having a heart attack. And Maxine's like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't yeah. fucking care. <laughs> I love that. It's like, what do you like? Pearl, I love that Pearl's expecting her to be like, oh, let's go. Let's help him. <laughs> you killed all my friends. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, he's like, I don't care. I also I also love that Howard died by that startle because it's <laughs> yeah, like he's right. so used to murdering people that his right. heart rate's not getting too elevated while yeah, he's right. like hunting people. Yeah, but hilarious. like that little that little ugh, it's like oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he's, he's just bummed. And, so yeah. I love his heart rate was pretty high at that point. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but that's that's a great sequence. Yeah, and uh that she, you know, gets away by Pearl in a cool fucking way where she puts up a shotgun and the fucking shotgun blast blast Pearl away. I, like, I love that. Yeah, like the shotgun, so cool. when Pearl using the shotgun, she's obviously cannot handle a shotgun wasn't prepared <laughs> yeah. for it. Definitely not. Um, and then we, we and then, yeah, that scene backs up, runs over her head, you know. So I'm not great. gonna be like you. I'm gonna be a fucking star. You know, I'm a star. What's the recurring thing that they keep saying to each other? Uh, be our secret. Be yeah. Our secret, oh yeah, right? that's pretty good. Yeah, be a secret. That's really good. Um, <laughs> Pearl like earlier is like, um, I'll be our secret. Right, because what? Pearl almost, <laughs> like tries like, to what? tries to get handsy <laughs> with with Maxine yeah. too. Yeah. Um, what? So... <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, but that was I, I loved her. I loved uh, Pearl's death scream too, like right before she gets hit. Or it's like yeah. that. Uh, yeah, I, I really like that performance of her screaming before <laughs> her head gets run over. And then yeah, she drops away, and then we get revealed to this thing that is really cool. That was like kind of a recurring thing we haven't mentioned is that the this reverend is playing on the TV. Oh yeah, this whole time throughout this it's kind of like unnatural kind of way because they're watching it in the gas station and they're watching it it's like but what's revealed is that this reverend talking is Maxine's father and yeah. which is you know just a cool twist or a cool kind of reveal my only question is like did Maxine know her dad like did, like did they did she know who she is because they're watching it at the gas station and she doesn't even react to it yeah know? like what if she thinks like oh that's my dad or or she maybe she's sheltering it and just doesn't want anybody to know that that's her father you know yeah 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 so that's my um, question of it it's like I don't get does she know that or you know like because Flyer said it legibly that she, that was her backstory, that she fled from the super hardcore, you know, obviously religious family to go into porn and stripping, you know, and like, but 
and obviously there's a third thing called vaccine that's going to come right. out. So and we'll probably learn more about that. But um, I, I, I was, I was really, I was intrigued and curious and confused in the same way that that I you're think that's describing. What we're supposed that. to be. Yeah, I think so too. You know? and I, I was, I was especially, especially when this it is there is going to be a third film about yeah. it. That, that makes that me yeah. that that makes right. it also like me more excited about it because it's right. like oh, there's substance to this that yeah, I, exactly I I'm not supposed to yeah. know the full thing yet, right. which right. is which is cool. Yeah, I thought that was just a really it's just a fun unique way to have that movie. I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, yeah, that was cool. I was literally thinking like it was gonna be a franchise. Yeah, that was like way cooler, you know. I just thought initially I was like, oh, that's a cool twist, you know. Yeah. Okay. But like that was like, you know, that was so far gigantic. Now that we know that there's gonna be, you know. That's the cool thing about this franchise that because normally when you hear the word make a franchise out of something, you roll your eyes, you know, because what that means is that, okay, this movie did successful and now they're going to try to monetize this and just like do it. Exactly. But what's cool about this is just like how organic this franchise just sort of seemed to develop. And it's it is exciting. It's legitimately exciting to like be able to explore this world and these characters more. And also because in both of these movies with uh, X and Pearl, which we'll just about yeah. to start, probably talk about soon, mm-hmm. is how they really, um, they 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 are unexpected. They go in really exactly, unexpected right. places. Yeah, it's creative. Every you know, it's creative and it's like unique. You know, you never really seen a horror franchise like this. You know, and stylistically, Pearl especially that I think we should talk about, which this just came out, um, and. I thought that this was, I thought X was really good. I thought this was, like, really unique. I don't yeah. know if I like it as much as X. I think I prefer X because it's more of a, like, obviously they had more time to prep X, you know? X feels like a bigger, kind of, more fleshed out film than Pearl. Pearl's much more smaller scale and a different film. It's a different movie. It's more of a character study, more of a fuck up kind of character study. But I kind of like it equally. I mean, I think Pearl is almost just as good, you know, as yeah. Max. And part of that is because of its uniqueness. It's, it really is, like, I haven't really seen a, a horror movie like Pearl before in my, in my life, you know? Uh, it's really unique. Yeah. Um, and it, it Axe really... is obviously, like, like we mentioned, like, you know, pays a lot of debt to 70s horror films, slasher movies, but Pearl is, like, pretty, like, I don't really know what to compare... Yeah, Pearl I just came through, up with know? I came up with a comparison. I I don't really like this comparison that much, but it's the first one that comes to mind. Okay. But it kind of feels like Joker to a degree. Um, <laughs> sure. uh, and that yeah. way, or taxi uh, the, driver, or taxi or, driver, yeah. taxi driver. Let's say taxi driver. I prefer that more. <laughs> well, Joker is taxi driver. Yeah, not not to say we've <laughs> we've talked about taxi Joker probably ad nauseum at this point but uh you're right that the uniqueness of the kind of feeling of this movie is is really it's really fucking cool and it's really cool so one of the things i like about this franchise is the idea of this is what people who are not who 
kind of until you've watched a lot of movies you don't mm-hmm. realize this about movies but like the tonal differences between movies right. i think people sometimes think that all movies is just like well you just shoot it you just put a thing in front of the camera yeah. and you shoot it and right. then that's what it looks like you know yeah. you don't really think Mm-mm. about well, oh, the, well. the interpretations of how it looks how it yeah. feels all those types of things and the difference between how pearl feels and x feels is so cool to me i think yeah. that it just feels it's a complete it doesn't feel anything like well, what i like about that to that point where both films and it seems like the third film is like the logo is going to be evoking kind of 80s horror mm-hmm. it's going to be set in the 80s and both these films have such a reference for cinema you know in general just yes. movies and while x was kind of referencing 70s cinema and not just in like obviously Texas Chainsaw thing, but Capalma, like independent cinema, like the independent spirit of that movie is about literal independent filmmakers that there's a, there's a point where RJ literally goes to independent cinema, you know? Yeah. And it's yeah. like, you know, it has this reference for that kind, but Pearl has a reference for Golden Age of cinema and the Technicolor uh, Age of cinema, which I've never seen a horror movie with that aesthetic in my life before. What a brilliant idea to almost be like Wizard of Oz, but it's fucked up. Yeah. Like, yeah. how about that? And it's like, that's cool. And it just has, like, this really unique feel to it, you know? And I, and I, and I feel like it's kind of um, the kind of creepiness that you feel... A film like The Wizard of Oz or that sort of classical film in the modern age, I think, has this kind of strangeness to it now because it's so different to how movies are made. (laughs) Uh, And and, and it was such a brilliant But also, like, a lot of those films, a lot of those films, dark, dark backstories behind them, too, Mm -hmm. making Mm -hmm. them. Yeah, so right, that's right. Also, that we have so much more context of, like, how these films are made, too. It's also absolutely creepiness, especially Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And I, I feel like the creepiness of, of, of Pearl is, is from that same idea of which they set up an X of the of dolls kind of being scary, you know, things yeah. that are supposed to be child play things right. but have this sort of, you know, malicious, dangerous, right. creepy feel to them. Yeah. Um and it also adds to the whole feeling of uh Pearl's reality is not quite stable. It's a little yeah, bit Yeah, I love that. that that's the thing about it that I love about, like, the ending of the film. Uh-huh. And kind of like, I'm like, oh, shit, that's what they're doing. Like, I, it kind of all clicked with me. And it's so unique. Like, I keep saying that, but it's such a different horror yeah. film. And, and I think I think Pearl creeped me out more than X. I think yeah, I agree I with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where I think I prefer X, X because fun slasher it's film so it's... it's such a blast to watch. Yeah. But Pearl like uh, fucked me up more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I would say Pearl is definitely more of a disturbing horror film. Um, and Pearl is set in nineteen eighteen, and is uh, Pearl is a young girl who's probably in her 20s, I'd say 25, 20, 24, 25. Mm-hmm. And she's with her abusive mom and in the same house, right? Same, same house, fucking same house. house. Yeah, okay. Again, brilliant idea. Genius. Of course they agree with this movie. Like, oh, you don't even have to go to a different location 
Yeah. Which is, I love, I love this idea and I think it's yeah. such a cool, th I hope people try to do shit like this where yeah. it's like low budget too. filmmaking worked for a reason. Let's do it with got, modern yeah. technology because yeah. it's like this, if you, this looks like a yeah, big it budget yeah, it because, because you put all of the budget into just making the small right. amount of great shots you have look phenomenal, but it's and like also so wrote, simple. They wrote a film that is really effective where you don't need a lot. You, know, yeah. you don't need like, you know, um, and yeah, she's with her recent mom and her sick dad who is connected to the pandemic of mm -hmm. 1918. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The she's Spanish flu. Cool. You know, sometimes I did roll my eyes a little bit when they were wearing masks, but I was also like, I guess they were wearing masks and I could, it's yeah, a little that's what close they did. to home. It's a little close to home. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's cool. Um, but it's basically about Pearl as a character who is like, she wants to get out of this place. She wants to get out of this situation that she's in. And um, she wants to be in the pictures. She wants to be a dancer. And... Um, she like try like she uh, I don't even like well, how does it I can't even remember how the movie begins. Like she I, I, I think I think it's um it's the scene we have the setup of the farmhouse and I can't really remember. Oh, this a is lot. really funny because it's the same shot from the X. That's like right. The same oh yeah, really epic doors. Yeah. But instead of like oh this is actually kinda cool. But instead of Cause oh. the first shot of X, I think, is really cool because it's it looks like it's four three, you know. Yeah. And then it pushes in, and then yeah. you realize what it's in. But this is cool because it opens bar doors, and when the bar doors open, it's like this technicolor, you know, widescreen thing, you know. Yeah, that like, was. Oh, this I is really the world like that. that. In, you know? I really like that. And I just remembered it. The it has an epic opening where Pearl murders a goose and feeds right. it to her pet alligator. Oh, right. And right. then the titles yeah. comes up when the alligator launches yeah, yeah, in, yeah. which is so right. great. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hilarious. I, I yeah. love, I love that blending of violence <laughs> and this soft technicolor sort of Wizard of Oz fantasy yeah. feeling. It's so. Oh, well, it's also, so. Well, also, Wizard of Oz more than the one way than others because you know. She's Dorothy in a way. Like she wants mm -hmm. to go home. She wants to get out of here. You know, she wants to leave. You know, she wants to get a better Yeah, place. she's almost like she's almost like an anti-Dorothy because it's instead of it there being like no place like home. She says that literally is like looking from Wizard of Oz. Like she yeah. says something like, "Wow, I never thought about like it like that. that." So instead of she's her wanting scarecrow. to come, yeah, fucks a scarecrow, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so after after she 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 feeds the gator and then she goes into town right. to get medicine and she watches oh, right. a picture. Well, well, we also see the kind of the there's a dinner scene too with like uh, her and her her mother who we, we we they set up that she is abusive to, to, or maybe abusive might be the wrong word. No, she's I, she's 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 very abusive. Yeah, I mean I would say she's hardcore. And she's like, what you know is wants. She's controlling. She's controlling of her. Wants. Yeah, she's controlling and manipulative, yeah. and she. Yeah, it's 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 definitely abuse. For sure. Um, and um, yeah. So once they once they set up that and that tension kind of between yeah. the mom 
and the and the and the daughter right. uh pearl pearl meets the young projectionist who yeah. running the the what is it it's called folly folly yeah. something bunch of right. dancing bunch of pretty dancing ladies on the pictures yeah. and she's and like totally she has yeah has this reverence for the cinema she wants to be up there she wants to be up there yeah. I'm going to say that Mia Goth is great in X. She is phenomenal in this, in this movie. Holy shit. And I've heard people be like, she's so good that she should get nominated for an Academy Award for this movie. And like, I, yeah. You know, that'll never happen. But very, very, very good performance. Like, yeah. Just, yeah. A lot of it really, like, rides on her like she really she's in almost every, i think she's in like every frame of this movie almost. yeah and yeah really carries this movie um i mean really this broadly this whole movie is leads up to a monologue like you know which is right. like again structuring of a movie that i never really think would work would have worked you know um where the climax of the movie is just a monologue. And yeah. it's the best part of the movie. It's like the, the powerful and most haunting and disturbing part of the movie. Yeah. You know? And yeah. that's really impressive for a, a horror film like this, for that to work. Like, you're not waiting for the kills. You're not waiting for, you know, you get cool kills and disturbing, you know, horror shit that happens. Um, but... Really, when you walk out of the theater, you're thinking about that monologue, you know? Yeah. You're thinking about that, which is different, you know? Yeah, and it's also it's also kind of has that impossible prequel setup that they totally succeed at mm-hmm. achieving and going beyond, I think, yeah. of, like, they set up Pearl as being this character who is, like, she is so, like, she's just, like, this adorable girl who's in a bad situation. Yeah. It's hard to believe. It's, like, like she's just so innocent. Listen, she kills Goose, but it's fine. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, but like, but like, even yeah, though she you really she, care for her, you care, you, you care about her. You have like, she has this dark side to it, but like, you're you're questioning like, how is she going to become this yeah. psychopathic old lady that right. we I just watched in X? Right. You know, right. how does right. that happen? Right. And it is all really hinged. I think you're right on Mia Goth's performance, which is like so great. Which they don't. They, he doesn't. Ty West doesn't do anything to sort of obscure her performance. No. She's really that just out there like, in the open. It's just one cake. It's one yeah. fucking close-up. It's yeah. crazy. She must have and done that like that, 17 times. I, I admire that a lot about this movie. And there were things that got a little slow. Like, but I did admire that um, that they just let conversations sit. And they, you know, they let it... You don't see that anymore. Like, you just don't. Like, and especially like horror movies and movies that are supposed to be flashy and, and keep the audience engaged at like, all times. It's just refreshing to see like you know them have sit with characters you know like have them actually you absorb like the tension and character relationships you know it's not relying on like crazy shit to happen every two seconds you know absolutely absolutely it was it's really refreshing you know yeah. it's really refreshing and he, yeah she, he, she needs the projectionist he tells her he gives her he gives her a, a booster pack where it's like probably shouldn't have done that or she's like you're beautiful you can be in the pictures you can do it yeah I believe yeah. in you you done yeah. fucked up 
Uh, yeah. So, and then after that, that's when, so, so then she fucks the scarecrow, uh, yeah. which is a really creepy scene. And then she comes back to the projectionist <laughs> pretty quick after that. Uh, and doesn't fuck the projectionist yet, but that's there's actually a really interesting. They the projectionist shows her, like porn, yeah, yeah, which that's real. Uh, really? I f- I found that uh uh at some point because I was curious. <laughs> I was I literally searched like what was the first porn that's ever. Ho- really, and I that's I don't that know why I never thought of that. Yeah. I, I was it just occurred to me one day. It's just like this that someone must know, and they did. It was the internet, and it was that fucking film, and so it's crazy. Something like that, but it's wow. it's really interesting. That that it's really funny to watch that because they have like the oh yeah fuck me harder, but it's in like the intertitles. No. Wow. It's crazy. That's incredible, dude. So it's kind of an amazing thing to watch. So yeah, that's uh, incredible. On your free time, <laughs> yeah, that's after the amazing. podcast, watch X Pearl and then the first stag film yeah, that's ever made. Incredible. Uh, but that was that was really <laughs> cool to kind of see that to see that end up yeah, in there. Yeah, cool. That's the the actual one. That's how they recreated something. And, you know? and it's also it's so cool because it connects it connects it to X so right. well. You know right. the idea right. of pornography and yeah. the and the uh and Pearl's almost, yeah. wild relationship with sex. Huh. Uh, yeah, I'd say. <laughs> um, and yeah. then. Uh oh, and then we meet Misty after that. I think. Yeah, she's like, yeah, we'll go. I'll go to go to the dance audition because both their husbands are in the war. Uh, yeah, World War One. Well, uh, uh, Howard's in World War One, and Howard is Misty's brother. Right. Oh, that's right. And so yeah. Misty, Misty is Pearl's sister-in-law. Yeah. And uh, she's like, they come visit, bring her a ham. But they don't eat. But I mean, they eat it. Uh. Not, Just not, the, not in the way you're supposed to. Not the way you're supposed to. <laughs> um, and uh, she's like, I'm going to go audition for this dance troupe. And uh, Pearl, obviously, is like, this is my way out. She keeps saying, this is my way out. You know, this, this is how I'm going to get out of here. And uh, she dances for her cows who have nice names. Uh, <laughs> I also love the score. The score was very, like, classical and very, like, yeah, you know, it's got, really it, beautiful. It did like feel like you know a classical Hollywood movie, you know, pockets, you know, um, which is just really, which is cool, it's very unique vibe. Yeah, um, I, I think I think that really high quality like recordings, like I think I think they actually recorded, yeah, like went like, to Nashville yeah. when I read about the production. I was they went to Nashville and like recorded an orchestra, and it's really wow. I, it is really beautiful. Yeah, I really great. like the score. Um, so after after Pearl learns about the about the dance audition and plans to go is yeah. when we get the first kill, kind Ooh. of, uh, okay. where she has the convert. They have the convert. They have a dinner conversation, and then the mom <laughs> blows yeah. up on Pearl because she finds because she really wants to go, right. uh, and the mom catches fire. That's, God, I love it. <laughs> that whole shit that was so good. Yeah. Because again, Pearl's like doing it almost, she's a psycho. So she's doing it like she is like, she has to do it, you know? Yeah. Or like, yeah. you know, it's like, it's like, uh, and yeah, she, yeah, catches fire and burns alive and puts her in the basement. 
still alive. You know, oh, she's wow. just burned to shit, and oh. she, oh, dude, that that. I, so first of all, that that altered. Like, okay, God, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, and that, that's the really disturbing part. Is the guy can't move and he can't, and just that actor is killing it. That, that guy is destroying. Really, it. dude, got you. Good job. Eyes and like how he was like reacting to it was like awesome. Yeah. Really oh, yeah. Because the other the other factor about that makes that dad character really interesting is that Pearl tried to kill him, feed him to the alligator already earlier mm-hmm. in the film. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. after meeting the projectionist <laughs> and seeing the porno film, she's yeah. like, "Well, my parents just need to die, and then I'll be free." That's right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because normal thoughts that you have, you know, when you're, you know, when you're, <laughs> when you're 20s, if my parents just died, I'm free. Uh. <laughs> And I, I loved, I loved, and, and the altercation with the mom, I thought that was just, like, another phenomenal piece of acting. Like, really, yeah. really well done. That uh, that escalation and that build, you know, yeah, because that, this yeah. whole, the whole time through the movie up yeah, to that, that point, was really good. Yeah, there was right. so much tension between them, but it, yeah. like, Pearl always, like, you know listened or did the thing right. or the mom would leave her alone or something but that right. explosion was so intense and yeah. so well done uh yeah. and and then it was so surprising when she caught fire and pearl saved her and then like you said just kind of like well i gotta put her in the cellar now well, like what yeah, else can i like, do yeah just yeah, drag exactly. her into what the other room and throw yeah. her down the stairs it's crazy yeah, she's like all right i'll do that <laughs> Crazy! I got an audition. Yeah. yeah, then she leaves, and then she well, she goes to before the audition. She goes to oh, um, she goes back to the dude's place. Yeah, That's the right. Dude's house, and then like yeah, and they, they fuck. They bang, dude. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, yeah, she's like, I gotta get ready for the audition. And then he takes this scene. Crazy. And then he takes her. She, she takes. He takes her home and he comes in. It's like, let's meet let's Pearl's the family. Parents. Nice and family. And the girl, he's like, okay, this is kind of weird here. Uh, and then, you know, she tries to, like, you know, it's so creepy. She tries to, like, you know, have sex again in her room, you know, and he's like, I I feel weird. I gotta I gotta go. And she hears and he hears thumping downstairs. Yeah, she he's hears like, like what's that thumping? And she's like, oh, it's my dog. It's my dog. Yeah, they go to the barn and she's so weird. Her performance is so fantastic because she has this innocence and this Dorothy, you know, like innocence to her that's so wholesome on the surface but and and it's so effective because uh like, this is this is my cow what i love the scene is so layered because that her transforming kind of into like this child with like this giddiness to her and excitement yeah. about like having this boy that she likes in contrast to like her being so elated after like disposing of her mother like garbage, right. you know. But she's so elated that somebody actually paid attention to her, you know. Yeah. Like gave, gave her, you know, like, um, 
Fox was beautiful. You know? and, 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 and I loved how they made it so the projectionist, like, you really feel the same way as the projectionist. You know, you're yeah, like, oh yeah. I am really scared and freaked <laughs> out right now. Yeah. But then you he also makes it really understandable why Pearl doesn't understand what she did wrong. Yeah, exactly you know, right. Because she didn't actually, she's like, I didn't literally show you anything wrong I did. I don't understand well, why you're that. acting like, so what? weird. Like, yeah, she literally says that, which is yeah. creepy. You know, so creepy. Like, what I do, I don't show you. Anything. I don't, well, you know, I, uh, so, so I don't have a dog. What yeah. dog? Yeah. Ugh, they just get cre- yeah. so creepy. And then, uh, he, she, um, kills him. Uh, <laughs> awesome, <laughs> awesome murder. She, like, yeah, she ex- that's the death kill, I think. explodes. She explodes in this really, like, yeah. uh, like, what did I do wrong? She's like, what what I do wrong? She's like crying and fucking stabs her, stabs her as she's crying away. He like bleeds out as she drags away. It's great. And then she, and for good measures, really, really, such a blast, such a blast. Yeah, the murders, I think the murders, which she actually said, Pearl's character says this, the murders are creepier to me because they mean something. Right, you know, yes. and X they have meaning as well, but more in that Hardly. sort of slasher film yeah, kind of right, symbolic exactly, way. Right. But this yeah. film has that <laughs> yeah. personal. They're so old that they don't even understand what they're doing. Yeah, another <laughs> Tuesday for them. Uh, but yeah. but that scene that scene that was really cool. That was really cool because the other thing that's really was disturbing, kind of which added on to X with seeing these first two murders, is that which we learn later in the film is that these were the first time that Pearl has killed people before. So right. that that was really a disturbing, a, a pinnacle, pivotal moment for her transforming into the Pearl, psychotic Pearl that we see in X, right. too. Right. Um, yeah. So really, yeah, really sure. cool. Yeah, Bob. And then uh, he goes, he goes to the audition. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And this is like probably her scene. Uh, just because I think, like, it really nails home this transformation and this trauma. And then it also, like, makes you care about Pearl. Yeah. You know, in some way. Because. Yeah, you, you feel know, bad. Yeah, feel bad. Yeah. So this is. Honestly, sick moves. <laughs> good, good dicks. And then they, uh, reject her. And then that's a great scene where they as she's dancing during the audition it uh turns into a technicolor kind of musical uh number you know as she's kind of seeing it in her head you know um as her being in one of the in the troop or whatever um which i i really like that they do a really good job of uh, again and again throughout you know x and pearl is the is that which this is kind of the thing that like contextualizes the murder yeah. Uh, in the X film, where when she kind of goes into her her song fantasy, right, exactly, like that yeah, that right. moment, we got a chance to see like kind of what she sees and what it right. feels like to her. Exactly. Right. Um, yeah, that's cool. that's kind of what yeah, which makes that moment of X hit more. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It. And uh, that's the cool thing you do with prequels, man. People just yeah. don't, you know, like prequels are cool. There's people out there that are like. And why do a prequel? Like, there's you could do cool things with prequels. Better Call Saul is one of the best things I've ever seen. Yeah, you know, it's a prequel thing. 
you know, you just have to do it correctly, you know? Yeah. And it's yeah. so easy to fall into, like, you know? I know. Oh, that's that guy. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And it's, like and it's Star Wars has been uh, doing. I feel, like, I feel like something with Pearl is an example of how, like, the payoff is, like, phenomenal because because if if you saw x or pearl like isolated as isolated films they i would still like them but together they're like you know it's a new kind of synthesis true synthesis yeah exactly um yeah so as you get the part they tell her wanted a blonde you know wanted younger more american which, you know, connects to the X. You know, I don't like blogs, Howard. You don't like blogs. And, uh, yeah, and then she fucking blows up. She has a fucking meltdown. Crazy meltdown. Pretty, pretty powerful. And pretty, like, you know, like, I'm just sitting, it just reminded me of just how god-awful that was. I'm just sitting for things. Yeah, I know. I always think um, that. I always think like, that. Like, I just can't. Like, if I'm ever on the other side of that, or, like, I'm auditioning people, I'm going to try, like, damn, this to not make it, you know. A horrible experience. Horrible experience, because I know I just such bad experience. But, um, yeah, like, that scene was crazy powerful. Like, leading off of that scene was just like, oh, my God, like, just so emotional and just visceral and, like, and I love that Kyle West just sits on it, you know, he, he sits on her blowing up, and they cut to the, to the people auditioning, kind of like, occasionally, but mostly it's just fucking on her, and it's just like, really just like, jarring, you know, and cause yeah. you know, you're like, well, the screw is loose and it's, yeah it's it's coming not, off it's not coming back yeah, it's not going yeah. back in i yeah. love i love the way that the performance of her meltdown because how typically how a meltdown works for people you know is that you you have these emotions that you can't control but you still yeah. have that like shame of losing control with people but like pearl's character doesn't know social cues so it's just like <laughs> this it's this yeah. primal release of like yeah. this anger you exactly, know and yeah. this disappointment and this frustration right. which is like it's not just like she the, convinced herself that this is her way out this is yeah. the only way out yeah so it, yeah. in addition to it feeling like a like a kid having a tenter tantrum it has like that right. that like that ferocity to it that's really right. frightening as right. well and uh they go back to the house with um her Misty. cousin Sister-in-law. Sister-in-law, cousin. Sister-in-law. And we get the climax of the movie, which, like I said earlier, is a monologue. Crazy monologue. One of my favorite, definitely the favorite, my favorite monologue I've seen this year. Holy For shit. For sure, yeah, man. It's amazing. Although, the Batman, the, the, the opening, <laughs> pretty good. I am the night. <laughs> that <is good. laughs> it's that monologue and then this one. <laughs> or wait, no, or the the Langan monologue and, and everything everywhere all at once when we talk yeah. about, you know, I'd rather do laundry with you. <laughs> yeah. But Listen, I, there's been good loose okay. This there's been good ones, but this one's my favorite. Monologues of 2022. <laughs> We got three so far. Shit, that's fucking good. We might uh, have to do that. 
10 monologues. <laughs> and yeah, it's incredible. So it's powerful, it's fucking scary. She talks about her whole, whole backstory and um, Howard and how she, you know, um, feels. Uh, <laughs> and she's also uh, talking about Lerner, like how she, like, you know, I, I don't, you know, I don't. She basically expresses that she knows that something is not quite right with her. And that's kind of the thesis, I guess. Yeah. Is her explaining to her, you know, I'm not right. You know, I'm not normal. You yeah. Know, this is, and this is why. And it's basically an eight-minute take of her just spilling her heart out, basically. And what's really weird is that she's talking to... Misty like it's Howard. Right. In a way that's like because because Misty I did too. I love that so much. Because Misty like told her to do that and like Pearl right. took took that to a degree of seriousness <laughs> I, that I'm was thinking, like, terrifying. What she says accurate. It's like the best thing. She's like Okay, well <laughs> I should be going. Go. It's like eight minutes of just like oh my god and then she's like I'm gonna leave. I, I, I love that, that that monologue. It's cool because even after you see Pearl, like, murder the projectionist or the yeah, mom, you know, know, when you know when you know that she's like, okay, she's right. a psycho, or you know that she's the Pearl in X, like, right. it took that monologue to really, like, okay, okay. Yeah, right. It kind of, like, really puts everything together yeah, right. in a way because it, it lays out that the mom wasn't... The, the mom's abuse had more motivation than yeah. her just being she was scared of pearl as well exactly, in addition yeah. to that right. and uh then <laughs> all explaining all of like oh. her attempts of like her performance like literal performance to be like this this nice girl and how much right. work she put into sort of into that and then to see that sort of like fall apart and this being yeah. the real like taking <laughs> off of the of the mask exactly, uh, right. was really effective and scary yeah. it was yeah. really legitimately horrifying well because it's like you do generally get it's like not as disturbing as this movie but it's something like a wholesome part of it because i could not go to something like henry portion of the serial killer where you, yeah. like, you kind of you sit you're with a serial killer not the way of like no like you're in the mind of a serial killer yeah which is like you start to almost like sympathize or understand a serial killer in a way. Kind of, kind of interesting about the house that Jack built. Also, that 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 film tries to do. Also, um, yeah, it's the same kind of quality to that. Exactly. Um, exactly. And yeah, she leaves, and he's like, well, and I love that after a lot of done, she's like, I'm gonna go. <laughs> and he's like, what I do wrong? Yeah, again. She says the same thing, you know? And then, uh, murders her. Uh, unfortunately, you know? Um, I love that. With an that axe, Misty's, right? when, when Misty, yes, when Misty gets <laughs> murdered. <laughs> that that's, was, yeah, that tracking shot of, like, her just like, that was terrifying. That, that was one, one of the shot. scariest murders that <laughs> really? I have seen yeah, in, in a while. That really that really got to me. I thought that that was so... Because it's like the turning of like, 
someone you trust, you know, like right, doing that to right, you. Right, right. And then someone, right. and not only that you trust, but you didn't really, you thought was totally harmless, you know, yeah. or you legitimately kind of like, like to a degree, she, she probably thought maybe not in a direct way, but thought less of her, you know, or just didn't think too much yeah. of her. She was just like a small time farm girl. And then to her turn into this ginormous horrifying threat you know right. and then to think that she kind of is so close and is trying to navigate her way out of this situation and then yeah. to have her you know so more calm than ever in the movie yeah, and calculated right. pick up that axe and murder her to death yeah. was just like really creepy really Serial creepy killer, baby. yeah oh, yeah. yeah so it i, I love fun I love Fun, that final scary, murder. Cool shit, man. Oh my cool god. Cool horror movie shit. Unique horror movie shit. Yeah. And super then the unique. last shot was like one of my favorite. I think one of my one of the most like effective and creative and cool last shots of a of a horror movie in a long yeah. time. And even very, before very before and very cool. I wish I didn't see that though. I saw it in a trailer. Oh, the last shot. The last shot. I wish I didn't see that. Yeah, that would that sucks. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to see that. But it was still effective. Yeah. So I don't know how long it's gonna last. Yeah. Um, you know, but like it. Uh, but it, yeah. It, so <laughs> Howard comes back from the war. Yeah. I'm back. Where's my <laughs> Where's my wife? Where's my girl? My beautiful wife. He comes in. Uh. Her parents are dead. They're pretty dead. Pretty dead. They're pretty dead. And he's dead. sitting at the, at the dinner table with a nice raggedy meal. And uh, turns around and Pearl's sitting there with this really C big smile. Looking really like Dorothy. You know, looking yeah. really like um, Dorothy. And uh, with this, this really disturbing creepy ass grin yeah uh and they hold on it for a while and what i love about this is that they hold on for a while and the score swells up it swells up the the, the credits come up and then the, it's playing over the credits and then the, the music swells and then it's just silence and it's yeah. still holding on that and then it just cuts and it's so Fucking cool, man. Yeah. So chilling and cool. Oh, it's, yeah. It's like, oh, like, was this kind of, like, how she saw her, you know, her life, you know? She saw her kind of the story as a Golden Age Hollywood kind of... Absolutely. Kind of film. And it's, like, Absolutely. a brilliant, fun idea to take this, like, disturbing... Really, like, this is a disturbing look at a serial killer. <laughs> Oh yeah, but it's really fun to watch. Yeah, which is like yeah. really fun, and there's really such a silly, dark, funny moments. Like when he kills, dude, I laughed so hard when she pushed uh, the projectionist, the car into the into the water. And she's like, oh, we're yeah. it's so <laughs> fucking funny, man. So like ridiculous and just silly and like. That's what I like about both these films, is they had a playfulness. It wasn't, you know, they're dealing with disturbing, cool themes, but they're, they're fun. They're playful, and they're... It's like what, a, what I love about the genre of horror, you know? Yeah. And that's kind of what 
a lot of my friends who don't like horror movies don't understand. Yeah. You know? They're just like, why would I watch disturbing things? And it's like, yeah, it's man. Yeah. It's Absolutely. You know? And yeah, uh, I get like, yeah, hereditary will fuck you up and you probably <laughs> won't sleep the next day. But this, I mean, you might not sleep, but I mean... It's still good. Yeah. You should try <laughs> it. Thanks. It's a good ride, man. Uh, the other thing, when you're talking about the her pushing the car into the palm, it reminded <laughs> me of that. What I really like about Pearl's character is that most most of the time, uh, I guess I'll use Seven as an example to a, to a degree, yeah. which we have another sociopath, but like that kind of serial killer is like sociopath. conscious of his of his I like he was cool. <laughs> he's like conscious of yes, like him yeah. being crazy. He's kind of like head of a lecker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, calculated. Yeah. Like, they're calculated yeah. murderers, you yeah. know? But, like, Pearl, it's almost like, well, what else would you do in this situation? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I, I, yeah, it's just, she truly has something that's just screwless. You know, it's, it's just crazy. And I, know? I, love, I love that about uh, the cleanup scene right before the last shot, too. It's just like, well... Just got to chop up my sister-in-law, I throw her to the that, gator. Dude, yeah, that uh, was also the... the Cuddling with mom? Yeah, the, 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 the cutting up was so, so violent. You know, yeah. It was so red yeah. and so... And it was just like... I don't know, it was just so, it just sparkly. What a brilliant idea. I mean, really, Absolutely. I mean, to, to Absolutely. take this technicolor aesthetic and put it in a type of movie like this. Just yeah. really... The longer age 24 was like, yeah, fucking do it right now. Fucking, how much did it cost? A million dollars? Yeah, fucking go do that. Yeah. I bet it didn't even cost a million dollars. This whole movie was shot at like a fucking house. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, and there's four people in it. Four or five people in it. Yeah, Wikipedia says the budget is is exactly a million dollars, which is, that's awesome. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Three light world. Listen. Horror movies are easy to make. <laughs> Just hire a dude who knows what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So we can have, it was cool. Uh, I guess we'll end it on this because I had this thought watching, re-watching X. Is that well, what's cool about horror movies and why some of the best and most creative movies that come out every year are horror films is because, like, studio, like, horror is cool because Audiences are expecting something weird and creative, you know? Yeah, you go see a horror that's movie. true. And that's what's really fun about the genre. What I love about the genre because all the craziest movies in the world, like crazy in terms of unique and things you've never seen, are all from horror movies. Because, like, it's the sandbox of cinema that you really could just fucking do anything you know like there are so many any crazy fucking idea that you have horror movie idea if you're passionate enough you can probably get it made you know there's a movie about a fucking killer tomato (laughs) and they made two of them (laughs) you know Uh, like yeah and that's you know (laughs) what i love so much about the genre this kind of just reminded me of that like pearl reminded me of like man the crazy shit that you can almost not get away with in the wrong way, but get, like get away with, you yeah. know, in a, in yeah, a horror know film. You the crazy aesthetic, because that's what audiences are expecting, and studios are more willing to put money into things that are unexpected, because that's what 
horror fans expect. You know, if they want to see something crazy and, and weird and, you know, um, and it's harder to take a risk on, like, an action movie, for example, because more money, for one, but also, like, audiences are not expecting, like, taking risks in a genre like that is more difficult than horror. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, um, a, that's, a, that's a really great point. It makes me think about uh, a point they made in, in X, one of the characters, where they were talking yeah. about how, uh, like, well, like, porno films turn them on mm. and that scares them you know that yeah. whole idea uh oh, and, yeah, and yeah. kind of like along the lines of horror films have this uh unique kind of freedom because they're sort of maligned as sort of like they not popular i guess even though right. they have like this everyone even though they're like maybe considered lower art not as serious you know all, all those yeah. kind of things which is changing a lot now yeah. but like which you know a24 a lot of those elevated right. horror what have you but like sure, that's still yeah. that idea of that i think you're right that horror has a particular kind of freedom to it where it's sort of right. unbound by uh audience expectations well, because that's how, that's how you like that's how it even works mm-hmm. it's because like you want to like surprise people you want people to you know uh see something that you've never seen before listen this is a great year for horror movies you know mm-hmm. we have these two movies which are great barbarian i'm telling you i'm excited to see that really excited it, it's doing really well at the box office and this is a movie that didn't have i don't even know what the fuck it was i didn't even see a trailer when i went and saw it and it blew me away it's amazing and word of mouth is everything that movie's doing well because it's great and other people are like go see like fucking like word of mouth will always be king. It just proves yeah. that to me, where it's like, dude, if you like a great movie, especially in horror, which is such an awesome community of people who love So passionate, films, right? They're so passionate. They're passionate. You know, if you like horror movies, you're passionate. I don't, I've never met a horror fan that's like, yeah, I like horror movies. I dabble. It's like, no, <laughs> like, you're, you're pretty in it. Yeah, you know, if you like it's horror true. Movies, you know? And so, um, that's just so exciting, you know, like, or something like that, that is truly unique and surprising. Both these, all three of these films, like, doing well and, like, thriving, and we'll just get more of them. More risks and more fucking filmmakers, like, taking risks and make cool fucking horror movies, you know? We gotta get back to that, you know? Because, like, we yeah, are in a cycle where the blood houses are just kind of churning out, like, dumb ideas, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, they're just... Maybe they're just bad at producing. Maybe they just... That's just not what they're good at, I guess. But, um, but Truth but, or Dare, it's a horror movie where <laughs> they play a deadly game of Truth or Dare. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. No. Yeah. It's so stupid. But yeah. they're like, it only costs $500,000 a day. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of their model, <laughs> which is fine. But but it's um, I I like I love this model where it's just like you know you have this the freedom the freeing super small yeah. budget where it's just like fuck it it costs nothing let's just try this you know yeah, let's see right. where it goes where it's like you're there there's and that's what horror is that's what going on for years and years and years yeah that's always been such a huge you know? strength of horror yeah, huge right. strength. And so, and yeah, it's just cool that a movie like Barbarian is doing really well. Because I'm pretty sure that was, again, 
without spoiling anything, maybe two locations in the whole film. So, like, like it's so small budget that the fucking skill is just, it's so amazing. So, like, you know, it's great. And, like, a lot of horror films also have just, like, with these small budgets, they actually have to do this thing called filmmaking. They have to I be know. creative. Yeah, they gotta yeah. be creative with how they do things, you know. So the smaller budget, sometimes to, you know, I've heard this a lot where smaller budget films like often are, um, sometimes they have to, if, if the filmmaker's great, truly great, they'll they'll make something really great because they have to work in a box, you know. They can't, they have to come up with. That's why Spielberg was so brilliant, you know. Jaws, like if I could, you know, come up with. Okay, the shark isn't working right now. How do we fucking shoot this? You know, yeah. like it's that kind of auger coast filmmaking that I think uh, should be. I think <laughs> I think studios should just give movies like lower budgets, and they're like, all right, go. You gotta be creative. You gotta make it work. You know. Yeah. Uh, and like, you know, here's a hundred yeah, million dollars, and we'll hire a VFX team to make the movie for yeah, you. Absolutely. You know, for the Dark World or whatever. For Love and Thunder, I'm talking to you. <laughs> Seriously, but, I mean, I, I think it's because, like, sometimes it's it's uh, a budget is great, right? Because, like, with course, someone yeah. like Robert Eggers, who knows what to do with his seventy or million James dollars, Cameron. or James fucking Cameron, a great, <laughs> phenomenal example. Right. You get right. phenomenal movies with people right. who know how to use that money. Yeah. But in a lot of cases. Is, like I think it's great because when you go with that lower budget, for well, one, cushion, there's know? less there's less ego involved when you have a lower budget yes. because you you, yeah. you 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 don't get as invested in like think about how expensive my movie is. And you're right, yeah. like you have to problem solve, which forces you into sort of this uh, into I think I think movies really excel when there's a certain degree of that creative struggle involved with it. You right. really you have to work the film into existence. It's not just like it's not just not, not to say that like these these big practical visual effects budgets aren't effort to make. They're not low effort. Oh, Sometimes yeah. they are, but yeah. the, a lot of people do a lot of hard work to get those films made. But oh, yeah. the difference the difference between I think the distinction that we're talking about is it's evident. You know, the evidence yeah, of right. like what you get out of like the creative struggle through limitation is really yeah, it right. just it it, it 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 feels different. It just feels different. Yeah, it also feels like you also Depends on who's doing it, too. You can crumble under the pressure of the location, mm-hmm. or you can truly, the great filmmakers, arise, you know, because they're, like, they're able to work with, like, a fucking super small budget and make something great. It's yeah. Like fucking crazy impressive, you know? Because that means fewer shoot days, that means smaller crew, that means, you know, that means a lot of things. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, man. Kai West. Fucking cool. Totally movies. into it. I love it. Can't them. wait for the third love one. Them. Yeah, Maxine. Um, we'll be talking yeah. about that for sure. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Cool new horror franchise from A24. Thank you, A24. Who would have thought um, <laughs> that A24 has a franchise now? Um, but a really cool one, a unique one, and like something that fits their brand. Yeah, you know? totally, totally um, authentic. Totally the authentic. The next thing I want them to do is give the Daniels an action franchise. Go. Oh, do it. Please. Oh, my God. For the love <laughs> of Christ. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Although the Daniels just signed the five-year deal with Universal, so they're big boys now. They're making big boy money. But uh, anyway, 
Watch these movies, be like horror movies, but if you if you don't, we spoiled it. We spoiled <laughs> it off for you. I'm sorry. But um Yeah. We'll see you guys in the next one. Next one will probably be about barbarians in the movie that I mentioned earlier just now. But um <laughs> Um are we, are we gonna get new names dangerous? I think so. Well? I think we're gonna try okay. to be doing barbarian. Yeah, really the... unique David Bowie documentary. Um, I'm very excited yeah. to see both of those, and those are on the docket. Alrighty. We'll be back. If you listen this far, we love you. Stay safe. <laughs> drive, drive home safely. <laughs> uh, avoid horny old women. Yeah, Dangerous horny, horny old, yeah, old women. If you see a horny old woman, stay away. Horny old men are probably decent to avoid they're as probably well. The, the, they're probably worse. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>